Start the day with a chair dance. Y'all can do a table dance. Just dance. It's time for morning coffee. Time to do your thing. Come on! Be cool, just move with the groove. No funk in here to be way too sweet. Let's just do what we came to do. Just vibe with it. Vibe with it. Be cool, be cool. Y'all move with the groove. Is that kind of day? We so lucky out here in LA. Half the country, 100 million in the snowstorm hitting right now. And they love it. Well, they better dance. It's going to be one of those days. We got everything today, y'all. We got the good news, the bad news, and the other shit. We got sports. We got hot pick. We got artificial intelligence, marijuana for dummies, all kind of good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, I like that one. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Come on. We got to start the day with some blood flowing. It usually cost me $10. Come on. Let's just do what we can do. Just vibe with it. Vibe with it. It's like an epidemic. Pop star gimmick. Get it, get it, then realize that you in it and you're finished. Don't dream the minutes. See, I play the season. Y'all have a scrimmage. I spit with reason. Y'all hit the image. But I believe the dream has no limits. I believe that's the whole reason you live it. But they don't get it. They like it's not right. Is it? No, is it hip hop? Yes, no shit. We're gonna get it. New and groove music. Move and groove with it. Choose who you get with. My flow hard like they get the skimpy clothes. On individuals. Play a pick them like any mini money holes. Got soul, got so much funk up in the rap. I should pack the fat bowl. Y'all should kick back with the Facebook. Roll with me. Monday. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, everyone. It is time for morning coffee with Mario. And we're here with the full crew. That's Vic and I, my partner in crime over there working the switchers. Everybody, Victor Allen. What's up, man? I get one clap and snap and roll. You You get the delayed clap. Yeah, that's okay, man. The claps is so strike to me. <laughs> and we we also have our artificial intelligence who tells us the information of the day. Alexa, what's up? Good morning. It's 10.05 a.m. Here's what's up. It's 58 and foggy. 
Today you can expect partly sunny weather with a high of 85. In trending news, March Madness, Villanova took the overall top seat on Selection Sunday, with Kansas, North Carolina, and Gonzaga joining the defending national champions as the other number ones. The tournament begins on Tuesday, with first-round games tipping off Wednesday. And that's the update for now. All right. Thank you, Alexa. That's our artificial challenge. Yeah. Give us some claps. All right. Alexa. She's artificially intelligent, but it's good enough. It's good enough, yeah. It's good enough. Good enough. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, all the Facebook people. You know, Vic, still working on this Facebook integration. Had some problems last week. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, sometimes it just flips out, trips out, just like the Windows updates. Yeah. Yeah, I know, man. Crazy stuff. So if you guys ever have problems, it's always the same drill. Try another browser, reboot the system. Because there's a lot of Windows updates, and I don't see it getting any better. No. Not for a while. Here's you know. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting day today. Got plenty of stuff to talk about in the news. I'm going to be giving you guys an update on the whole uh, repeal and replace. I'm going to, a segment I'm calling the first... Broken promise. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's going to be in the news section. I'm also going to be talking about some of that cybersecurity issues that they brought up by what's potentially possible mm-hmm. with them monitoring systems, all of those things. So some of that stuff, that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, today is a big week because the beginning of a big week because the president is supposed to today respond with the allegations, you know, respond to the House uh, Intelligence Committee right? with actual proof of his claims of the president, former president wiretapping. So that's supposed to be today. You and mean we're going to get the wiretapping proof before his tax returns? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're going to get. I know that the Senate subcommittee said that he's supposed to today respond. That's so I don't know if he's going to respond just because oh, they yep. say he's supposed to, yeah, but will. he's supposed to respond today. And then sometime this week, we're going to actually get the report from the Congressional Budget Office, uh, who's going to tell you the, the actual effects of the health care, hmm. uh, the, the the repeal, right? And the, this is supposed to be the the replacement act now called the American Health Care Act. Yeah. A H C A. We got to. I got to look at my. But you know, it was the Affordable Care Act. That's right. Now it's the American Health Care. Anyway, people are not liking it. And when I say people, this is really the Republican community. So all of that is coming up this week. We'll talk a little bit more in depth in the news today. But I just want everybody to know that that was part of the controversy coming this week. What do you got coming up for today? Oh uh, man, you you know, Alexa hit the nail on the head. It's March Madness, and I just. Kind of beg the question: Will there ever be a April Madness for professional basketball? Will why they mad? Why they mad? Well, you know, get mad. Oh, what well, crazy Why'd April! Or uh, uh, let me stop. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna hit March Madness. We'll hit that. And NASCAR. Would you watch it more if they had more pit crew fights? We're gonna talk about that too. They get some. They they have the babes. It's got to show more. You get what you see right now. First of all, NASCAR needs cheerleaders. Um, the third one is is the NBA, they make more money now. Why do they need more rest? And and if you guys want to see a finals, you may want to see Cleveland versus Houston because it's nothing but 
Balling, balling, balling. Ballin'. Ballin'. And, and when you can tell when a team is not affected by him. That's, that's another one. And then on hot picks, you guys, now, just stay with me on this. Do cheerleaders affect a team's chances to win the national championship in March Madness? And we're going to review and see, is there a correlation? And we're going to take the ones and twos, and I'll tell you what that is later, and apply that theory and that thinking, brother. brother. Mm-mm-mm. Full show today, you guys. Okay, this week, remember, tomorrow night, Tuesday, is the Quiet Storm. That's the live interactive DJ experience hosted by moi. And the theme for this week is Spring Fever. Everybody loves the sunshine. It's not really summer, but you know, with that first bit of spring, you try to go crazy. That was so ironic, Vic, when I came up with this theme for this week. I didn't know a snowstorm that was going to affect almost 100 million people. That must be Midwest, <laughs> Northeast. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that was coming. Now, here I'm talking about spring fever. But we're going we're gonna to be in the 80s today. Right. Yeah. Close to 90s. Close. Inland Empire, 90s, man. You know, that's going to be... Yes, right. Alexa, weather? Right now in Los Angeles, it's 58 degrees with fog. Today's forecast has partly sunny weather, with a high of 85 degrees and a low of 58 degrees. Imagine that, partly sunny but 85 degrees. Thank you, Alexa. So anyway, tomorrow, the quiet storm, spring fever, everybody loves the sunshine. Mario's Magic Mixtape this Friday, last week was great. Had a great time with Tyrone. We had our favorite party jams. Hard to always cover these subjects in an hour, but check out this week for Mario's Magic Mixtape. At 8 o'clock on Friday, we're having fun and crazy music. Mm-hmm. Our favorite silly stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the special guest will be for me Friday, Tyrone Dubois, the R&B historian. And of course, on Friday nights at 9 o'clock is the award-winning segment. I, Victor, featuring Miko's Challenge, Vic. Yeah, man. I know you got some more stuff coming up this week, too, for that. Yeah, I just want to say thank you for some of the people that came by last Friday just chilling in the courtyard, getting ready to do that spring launch where we take it outdoors. Uh, Miko doing a wonderful job. The challenges are there, unpredictable. A lot of times, just the part that I like about what people are coming into, the most difficult thing about I, Victor, Miko's Challenge, is an ongoing challenge. So if you think of that, the challenge, the scenario at that moment that Miko has to go through. But I can't tell you if it's going to be about reality. It's going to be about entertainment. Is it going to be about relationships? It'll be all those things included. So look for that next Friday. And always there's some a surprise twist to it. Okay. Every week I get to do a wonderful slideshow with the picks of the week. And so here we go with the hot picks of the week. Our own slideshow animation. This one from the uh, last week. Take a look and we'll be right back.
switcher. Make sure you switch your switcher, right? Yeah, we're back up to uh, channel one. You have to set the input on number four. It was on four. What are you waiting for? Find off in a battle while your secrets keep. And she fooled you with an apple, now the spell is long and deep. Waiting for the round to spend all hundred years until we meet. From the path you fell to find a wolf just like a sheep. That's right. I'd pick our own house picks. Slideshow your animation with the photos featuring the photographic talents of Victor Allen. Whenever you see Victor, Miko probably shot that pick. <laughs> or it's an X file. <laughs> it's an X file. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We published that. Nia J. Roots and the crew, Miko, Taco, Ellie Diamond. Hey, want to want to thank everybody who's been writing me on Facebook, saying saying those wonderful things to me, because uh, me sharing with you, you know, the journey of what goes on behind the scene. You know, that was an experiment. It has always been an experiment. So actually, Vic has always been the one with the leadership in those areas and really encouraged me to, you know, let people know more about the stuff that's going on, and at least it fills out the fabric. I think of what you know about Pack Stereo TV. So once again, I want to thank all the Facebook folks who've been sending me love. Speaking of Facebook, now we have to reset our connection as we head for the the, the news, schmooze, and marijuana for dummy section. Go. So we're going to try to see if we can do this. Let me get my appropriate backbeats, Vic. I have appropriate backbeats. Let's see. I want to do it in 30 seconds. So let's see if we can do it in 30 seconds. Ready, set. Go! 
Live Facebook, we cut off. Remember, we're going to reset you and, and then refresh your page. We should appear right at the top. All right, we're tying back into Facebook for segment two. We attempt to verify. I think we got it, Vic. We think everything looks good. Yeah. Part of our integration, remember, we set about to have the different sections going to, because it's a two, it's a roughly a two-hour show. So this is now part two of uh, the segment, the schmooze news and uh, marijuana for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of day, everybody. So are you ready? Where's my, here we go. All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the time you've been waiting for. Yeah. The good news. Bad news. And the other shit. Nah, 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 nah. Ooh. Yes, everybody. Welcome to the good news, the bad news, and the other shit. Not necessarily in that order, and not necessarily split up <laughs> to that degree. But because it's that kind of a day. And the, the good news, the bad news, we have to always acknowledge the ongoing controversy that is the current presidential <laughs> whatever, tweets of the week. <laughs> the presidential tweets of the week. First of all, this is a really crazy week. Uh, because a lot is supposed to happen. I tried to, it was, you know, never before have I had a calendar where I kind of wanted to jump up and hear the morning briefs, mainly because I want to see, you know, Sean Spicer struggle with the, whatever the latest kind of like. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Yeah, I, I just love it. Yeah. So there wasn't anything yet this morning. So maybe there will be by the time we come off the air. But this is a big day because today the president, the House Intelligence Committee, uh, requested that the president and the Department of Justice, which includes the FBI, today disclose the information that they have, any information they have on whether or not President Obama had any type of wiretap going on. Okay, so okay. that was that request is, and that is supposed to be responded to today. It's also expected early this week, sometime, that you'll have the Congressional Office of Budget, Congressional Budget Office, right, should have completed their assessment. And they're they're a distinctly bipartisan, non-political segment that reviews the money, the effects, the costs. So they're supposed to be give a report with really focuses, everybody wants to hear about two things, the cost right. and how many people will be left uninsured. So that's a big deal for this week. This is a big deal for the president. And with just that happening, you still have the ongoing issues of whether, what, what, what investigations are going on. We hopefully will find out more. Because, you know, they tend to stick just to the topic. In other words, you might get information just about the wiretap, nothing about the the potential uh, issues of the president's cabinet right. colluding or whatever, with collusion right. in terms of the election or with the, with the Russians. 
Okay. So it's that kind of a thing. It's going to be that kind of a day. I've been. It's been totally fascinating for me to watch your senator John McCain. <laughs> going to laugh, man. Because he can't. You know, he can't stand it. You know, remember the president said when asked about McCain, he said, "Oh, you know, he, he actually kind of laughed at him being a POW." He said, "Well, I kind of like the ones that don't get caught." I remember. He said something like that. I paraphrase. It. Right. So, you know, it's, it's kind of been on since then. But, you know, McCain himself, very powerful person, been there for a while now. And, and you do notice that the idea that he, he can get away with a comment to a person who's a serviceman and from a person prior to his presidency who has never even seen the light of day in a surplus store with anything remotely looking like military outfits or gear. I'm just saying he got a pass. How did he get a pass from saying something like that, man? Well, I'm just saying. There you go. So where he said he basically what the people says the president either has to retract his previous statements or provide the evidence. Uh, remember, I told you guys, and, I've, and I'm going to remind you right now because we're going to take a look. Go to Breitbart. This, you know, you got to always people say, listen, you got to watch your enemies, keep your enemies closer. You know, I watch Fox News every day because I like to know where the enemies are, what they're saying. I want to see just the levels of bullshit right. that they will actually write about a topic. So when I want to just see the envelope, usually I go to Fox because they're going to have totally biased media all the time and fairly extremely biased. True. Okay. Very much so. So that's my personal opinion of them for better or worse. Now, but I want you to go look at the Breitbart, B-R-E-I-T-B-A-R-T.com, okay? Breitbart.com. This is the, pre I want you, because I want you to know what the president's looking at. You see what I'm saying? The hope, I want you to know what the president is looking at, okay? So, you know, you can read the articles that he's reading. Right. All right? Because this is what he likes to do. He's not a big reader anyway, but he can read, you know, the big print. <laughs> and he has, you know, uh, you know, they got a short synopsis for him. So I'm just saying. But you should go to Breitbart. I'm getting into the habit now, going to Breitbart. It's like going to Fox. Go to Fox, watch some Fox, go to Breitbart so you can re see with the president. <laughs> You can read. You can get the same briefing that the president gets just by going to Breitbart.com. You can read what the president reads and know all the things that the president knows. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you, man. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. All right. All right so enough of the presidents. A moment um, to say farewell, you guys. To Joni Sledge of Sister Sledge, who yeah. passed this past week. Yeah, sad. And uh, as far as I know, they don't. It was unexpected. Yeah. Don't know anything that happened. Typically, that tends to be your heart, something with your heart, arrhythmia, some type of a right. thing. But uh, just wanted to say our prayers out to the family. You know, we really enjoyed the Sister Sledge. I, I, I guess I should have, maybe maybe I can find a picture. Well, hey, man, look, you know, you're paying respects to someone. I mean, you know, they, you know, before um, we are the world, there's we are family, right? That's, oh, yes. So, you, you you know, it just, those two period pieces, 
you know, one seems like it launched the other. They did it as a four uh, girl Take group a look ensemble. at her. I remember, so, just remember her. Just take a look, you guys. Yeah. So, no, you know, you think about it, man. You know, we are family. Wow. Yeah, give it to her. You know. It's a moment of love for them. Willie, and so many people are, are discussing on Facebook. So we had to stop and take a moment to share, take a deep breath. Right. You know. Yeah. Much respect. Much respect. Other news of the day has to do with the new pay-to-stay jails in California. I don't know if you heard about it, but California has a new pilot project by which when you go to jail, you have the option to pay an extra <laughs> and being in a different facility. Like, if you're afraid of jail, you could buy an upgrade. Pay to play, right? You know, and it's pay, you pay to stay. Pay, well, pay to play. <laughs> pay to stay jails right. have a two-tier justice system. So, but not that the, not that the, pay to, the good ones are better. It's just that much better. Right. But they're safer. And less people. Right. Like here they are. Here's some stuff. So... Okay. Here's a here's here's a, here's a regular one, and here's the other one. Little desk, mm-hmm. TV. Who does the oversight on this? They got still bunk beds, mm-hmm. but over here you like you got five zillion people. <laughs> you can sleep with the shoes on, man. Yeah, and over here you got Officer Wilson. <laughs> you know what? You got to go I'm just saying. So pay. So this is amazing, and I think at a time of sentencing. They 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 ask you and you decide you know, and they wouldn't give a racial breakdown. Hmm. So I just want you guys to know I'm gonna get more information on this, but this just came to my attention. Pay to play, where you can go and pay, right, and get better treatment. You can get the other jail. So so where you can actually be in there with all the mobsters and stuff. So. The money's not coming. This one has a little kitchenette. Money's not coming from the <laughs> inmates. The money is going to be coming from outsort. No, you have you pay. The inmates pay. Oh, so at oh, the time of sentencing, right? They, at the can, time. they can tell you right off the if top. you're eligible. Right. Then for an extra one fifty a day or something. Got it. Got you it. can have a different facility. Got you. So if you can't afford that, you go in the regular facility. But if you can play, pay the money. You get to go to the other one has better food, TV room. Terrible. See, uh huh. Uh huh. You got your Yo, opinion. Yeah. So, you so, so what is it really? When you get to this stuff, don't you gotta go like, what is this bullshit? Is it? Hus- Where did this? And this is part. This is all tied into the privatizing of our prison system, which is overcrowded, right? And making it a profit center so that now you have incentives, which is right to basically turning to a money-making scheme, and that's happening in a bunch of states. We're going to talk more about that in upcoming, you know, the upcoming future. Wow, I'm just telling you crazy, crazy shit. I kept saying who's doing oversight, man. Who's doing this? All right, here's, the, here's my other story. I recently stumbled upon this because I didn't know, but the Library of Congress has letters from George Washington, I guess, some of these folks were pointing out to it where the letters are from George Washington and because they're historical documents, they've been kept in you know a treasured way, you know. Mm-hmm. But the documents are really about uh, George Washington warning about the Masons and the Illuminati hmm. 
attempting to influence the government. Now, I don't know. What's, what's interesting is that you have so many people that talk about conspiracy theories. When you have, I, and normally I don't address, you know, we address some, but you know, some of these you don't know. But here's one that goes back to George Washington. Wow, I had to go and put and because, you know, it doesn't make any difference what you and I believe about conspiracies right now for the Masons. Right. Or the so-called Illuminati. Right. Go read this so you can see what George Washington thought. Regardless of what what we think. Right. Go see what he thought and what he was warning of. And these are letters in his own handwriting that you can go get at the Library of Congress. When did they open this? Was it already available for some time and it just came to light? I think it's been available. Why did it? It's been available for quite some time. Time, yeah, that's what I figured. Okay, and somebody, you know, okay, all right. So they, he was worried about them coming and taking control over the governing folks here in the United States. That was his concern: Hmm. the the fact of the Freemasons, right, and the so-called Illuminati. We called them the doctrines of the Illuminati, right. Uh, over here in the U.S. So I posted it and the links because my thing was especially for stuff like this. Like I said, it doesn't make any difference what you and I think. True. Read it from the standpoint of what George Washington thought. Because <laughs> that, that's the curious thing. What did George Washington think? And the consequences of his thoughts as it moved forward, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that may have affected his decisions moving forward. At that time. It makes us pause. Yes, it does. All right. I put the links out there, too. Okay. Finally, last. We talked about, you know, the C- the CIA, the WikiLeaks, saying the CIA has the potential to monitor you through phones. As a techie, Vic and I have talked about this over the years. We've we've sort of known about this the this whole our, forever. I, we've. Why you didn't you, know that? Why wouldn't you not accept even that before that the even before what? we were the, the, we? I remember when years we I got I was trying to find it when we were somehow there was a a discussion of phone monitoring and the government admitted to monitoring like twenty percent of the calls yeah. in so called drug areas right. which would make everybody black right hmm. and that meant if they said twenty percent. So they monitored eight ninety percent, right? Because it's never what they say. Because they—that's what they do. They just lie, right? They lie. So we do that all the time. The other thing I told people is that when once you digitize the phone system, it became possible to record every conversation. Yeah. And if you have unlimited resources, why wouldn't you? In fact, the whole thing would be to develop the algorithms that search through those conversations. And again, we also know people who. We have talked about who worked on systems, mm-hmm. you know, that affect when you speak into the phone and do right. those kind. Of, so those monitoring systems have always been there. Scientifically, understand too, like they said, when that phone or TV is off, the little red light is only part of it is off. Hmm. Other parts are on, right. and a microphone and a speaker are very com- very similar in design. It has to do with where you're running the voltage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they work very similar, diaphragm moving to the, there you go. So, no, the truth is that you always, now here's the main thing. Most of you are not worth watching. (laughs) 
The no. biggest thing going for you is that you have anonymity. Even though you know they're watching me. Why? Because I don't have any anonymity. They, would, of course, watch every black person with a degree. Right. <laughs> and they have a lot more that There's they have to watch. I mean, they, they can sit there and go like th- this. It's just like repeat offenders who serve jail time. It's just, it's, well, you know, it's easier to go watch just a general neighborhood versus somebody who's been let out that we know that they're well, going to repeat offenders. So watch them. Although we can go look right. at the other Right. In other words, right. So. In other words, there has to be a reason for right now to focus on you. Right. Even though the potential to monitor every digital thing and record, I would think that they record almost every digital communication and have that search through through algorithms, computer things. Yeah. That's what I would think. I, because you would do, just as a techie, see, you have to understand the mind of tech tech. People, some stuff they want to just do because they really want to be God. That's where it really goes. They really want to be God and do everything. And so, part of that ego thing, with the number one project of the all scientists being immortality. Yeah, (laughs) that's what they really want. But on the other hand, next one is control of everybody else's mortality. (laughs) It's true. So some of this is true. So I told you that. Remember. This is what I used to always say about your government and intelligence. Don't act like they're not keeping the secrets from you. That's the main person. That they, people, oh, no, they're keeping the secret from enemies. Yeah, right. They sell it to your enemies. They're keeping the secret from you. So remember that, okay? <laughs> I just want you to know, you were never protected. Yeah, March Madness, that is fine. That's right. March Madness. Everybody. That was the good news. The bad news. And the other, the other, the other shit. All right. The good news, the bad news, and the other shit. Now, you know, we bring you free music every week. Every week we bring you free music. And uh, so today is no different. This time we're bringing you one from the Hemsley Foster Project, the group that I've been a part of. Irvin's somewhere in Michigan. Where, where's Irvin? He's somewhere. <laughs> anyway. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> he's, I think he's, 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 wait, no. He's somewhere in Michigan. Anyway, this is the favorite track that I ever wrote with Irvin. It's entitled Maybe Today. I wrote it for myself in a time of great moment of stress. Take a listen and we'll be right back.
You guys, thank you once again. You're welcome to the Mario's Marijuana for Dummy segment, Mac McAllister's favorite part of the show. Hey, you guys, I got to tell you, I'm I, and I'm here today, and as many of you know, I have ongoing back issues. Back's been lately acting up, and somebody ain't doing nothing. <laughs> anyway, I, that's said that for you guys. That's <laughs> jacked up. So, but I'm just saying, so... I have, you know, and the smart thing about the smoking is that it doesn't decrease the pain, but you don't mind it as much, (laughs) which is almost as good, you know, almost. So along with some pain medication, you know, it's cool. But I wanted to say I'm really smoking sativa again because you guys remember the difference. And I always remind for you non-smokers that the indica has a more profound physical effects. 
like where you feel sleepy or you feel like kind of really dulled, whereas the sativas have way less of that effect but continue to have the cerebral right. kind of effect. So if you have work to do and you don't want to be kind of it's better. So I have a sativa to mellow me out in the morning and help ease out my back. And so that's what I've been having this morning. And I've been loving this Papa Smurf. <laughs> you know, Sour Diesel is, for many people, the sativa that everyone knows. I, I want you to be able to drop names to your friends, even when you don't smoke. So you should say your friends. Well, it's, do you use Indica Sativa? And maybe you should try that Sour Diesel. <laughs> that'll impress, that'll, right, right. <laughs> that'll impress wow. your, your friends with your etiquette but of, of local interest is that Los Angeles just approved a multi-billion dollar measure M does everybody know about the every claps where's claps <laughs> multi-billion dollar measure M 80% approval 80% Thank you. <laughs> Approval. There you, there you go. Now, what is the Measure M? Measure M helped to establish the framework for licensing to sell marijuana, just recreational marijuana, which, you know, people are saying 2018. That's right around the corner. 2017. Well, right. you know, that's what I'm saying, but a whole nother year. Yeah. 2017 now. Well, this looks like you may get it sooner. So we said we, and we're going to be one of the, Earliest, because one of the things that other governments didn't do in other local governments, they didn't provide so much for the oversight of the licensing and those things. And California has the opportunity to learn from others' mistakes. So our infrastructure will be better. That means keeping it out of the hands of kids, more neighborhood control, but you'll have availability everywhere, plus delivery. All those things. So marijuana is multi-million dollar measure M approved here in Los Angeles. And again, part of it is that you begin to recognize that we tend to be the trendsetters and others tend to follow quickly. Yeah, true. So you expect that. Now imagine what's going on in all your vacation spots. This is the thing I brought up to you, Vic. Right. Because Las Vegas, which is about to have an NFL franchise. sports. Yeah, you can have marijuana delivered to your hotel room, like alcohol. You know, uh, <laughs> you think they study, obviously, the transition of the public accepting legal alcohol and looking at that precedent as it's rolled out. Sure, they have, and then insti- instituted. These are the things of abuse that's going to happen because you can't be guard dogging as much as you would like to, because it's about a money and it's about transferring the responsibilities to family, to educate, be able to bring along the knowledge and information. So somewhere along the way, isn't it going by the way of the same as alcohol and how? Totally. Okay. And, And because of, you know, because of today's setup with the internet, everything happens differently faster. Absolutely. Because the way they app, for example, I order, I've ordered food a bunch of different ways, Grubhub, but now they have Uber Eats, right? Where Uber drivers go and pick up food from other restaurants. So you, so that expands your choice even again, right? Even again for the kind of restaurants, and now you got Uber who prides themselves on speed, right? And calculations, getting there within the time, boom, boom, the food comes hot. You know, it made me think of something, Mario, because when you brought that up, I said, "Man, that was really 
good, fast, you get to relax. So I wonder if the Uber driver in between decided to eat some of the food because it's really good, packaged it real good, come and deliver it. You're not happy because it's the total thing. And he says, well, that's what they put in the bag. You go back, call them. He says, that's not what we gave him. Now what do you do? Well, they have all those things built in for all those insurances. But I guess most of them don't seem hungry. What's amazing right. is the people who, what they look like. Because I've had all types, women, men, right. different ages, right. different ethnicities. It's amazing. Yeah. And you can tell us why I told you what makes you think. But look, look who's working Uber. Even though, so yeah. Uber weed yeah. is coming. Yeah, it's, it, it's Uber weed is coming. That's I can't wait to see. And since you brought that up, I wanted to bring this other story up about weed maps. Uh, when there's a documentary, I don't know, I don't want to put the whole, but it's a documentary up here, right? Uh, on delivery services for medical cannabis. Right now, everything assumes you have met a card. So even if you go to Vegas, you could take your card, right? And they will accept your card and deliver. But that's not just recreational marijuana; that's right. medical marijuana. Okay, even though you're legally allowed to share that with people mm-hmm. nowadays in most places. But the actual delivery of medical marijuana throughout L.A., a great documentary that is available. Uh, go to marijuana.com. <laughs> Who else can you say? Mm. Marijuana.com, where I'm getting a bunch of the resources. Go take a look at the Defending Delivery uh, documentary. Uh, but just good stuff, you guys. I want you to know, and I'm and I and, and I will be, you know, reporting on my personal experiences here uh, in Los Angeles, and and actually my increasing experience with edible products, where you don't can't smoke, you're in an environment where you can't smoke, but you need to have some marijuana. The edible products are an alternative, and really help me deal well with my recent admission. <laughs> you know, I, it helped me deal with the stress. Can't smoke in the hospital, but they don't know if I can have a little edible. Yeah, it helps me tolerate the situation better. Mm. Okay, so so okay, so I oh now I told you that with all of that on my way out, an ill-advised San Bernardino San Bernard San Bernard San San Bernardino mayor has recently asked the feds for help with controlling marijuana. So with all this stuff going on, here's a local official who actually sent a, and they're calling it an ill-advised letter, <laughs> to Donald Trump asking for help with the city's illicit, quote-unquote, drug activity. Hmm. Okay. And he specifically talked targeting marijuana. Find that interesting, don't Isn't you? that interesting? That's yes. what everybody knows. So that's an ongoing story, so we'll get more on it. But that's the mayor of San Bernardino. And wow. One, I wonder what his, just apart from his job, how he personally feels about. He needs to go smoke some weed. Marijuana legislation in general and just apart from his job, because you're not going to get the answer from a political point of view from his job and being a mayor, him personally. That's right. On the way out, I always like to give you the price updates, you know, because when I go, I always get the top shelf. In other words, when I go to the dispensary, I typically purchase an ounce. And of that ounce, I have them split it into, usually, it used to be three Indicas and one Sativa. I would say, give me the best in the house, you know, a quarter a quarter OZ of each. Okay. I switched that now (laughs) 
because the indicas were kicking my butt. <laughs> With the old, uh, no. So now I get two indicas and two sativas. For me, and they choose it. Yeah. And, we, and they can range, typically the weed can range, the total, the top is, top of the line is 245 an ounce. I have them choose the best for me. So whatever they're choosing for me of those four different quarter ounces, right? it never comes out to 245. So whatever, so they're giving me that, so it's always the next price down, which is two, $210. Oh, wait. And I get a free soda. Now, why? Because sometimes the weed that they like right. is not actually the one that's the most expensive. Right. I just tell them to give me the top ones they like. Right, right, right. A quarter ounce of the top. I'm going to get an ounce of weed. I want a quarter ounce of four things, two sativas, two indicas, the two two best you guys think are here now. Right. You choose them. And they always end up with some assortment that doesn't cost me $2.45 an ounce. It costs me $2.10. And I get a soda, a marijuana soda. You know, I would love. That's what everybody knows. So it's cheap. Cheap, cheaper. Yeah. Okay, for a guy that doesn't understand, uh, because they don't smoke. smoke. So, they don't smoke. This is the most yeah. I've ever talked to him about weed. And and, and no, no, but hey, look, I've had people talk to me about weed. Usually, it's- <laughs> <laughs> that sounded funny. I've had people talk to me about, about weed. weed. Really? Yeah, they usually. Because big though, women don't smoke. Big big don't me- smoke. Is women don't smoke? <laughs> they, wait, they tell me this. I'm going to talk to you about weed, and they'll go. That's some good shit. And that's about all I get. Well, you know, Vic can testify, at least he's around me. He, I don't get the munchies, Vic, right? Have you no, ever, no. I don't think you've ever seen me no, get munchies. No, that's not it. And I don't get euphoric either. No, no, it's not even that. Funny. I'm mostly working and drinking coffee. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> you know, I would love to know the correlation of coming up with the names. It's kind oh, of like a. Oh, I don't know where they get these names. Right. From. See, when you the dispensaries are right. allowed to grow and sell a product. Right. That's where you get these products, and some of them are repeating products. Right. Some of them, like sour diesel, they sold the strain to different people. Right. So different people grow a sour diesel. Right. And, and see that I'd like to know: Are anybody? Uh, anybody trademarking these names, man? Oh man, see, <laughs> see I'm just saying. I'm saying that's happening because they they trademarking jeans now. Somebody's gonna trademark some jean, God, some marijuana jeans. I'm only begging. The man, Vic started some shit. Yeah, Everybody, it. I'm thinking of it. They already got it. <laughs> marijuana for dummies, everybody. Mary Jane for dumb dumbs. So, if you young, smoke indica. If you old, smoke sativa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have to have another. Now, we always, so far you had a Hemsley Foster free song. Now you're going to get one that we like by uh, Love Shadow. Because we're going to come back and do some sports, okay? Mm. I'm Mara Hemsley. Morning coffee. We'll be back with some sports, y'all. It's too young to be on that bridge. You're too young to be standing on the edge. Too young to be on the rain. You're too 
write me on the air. I can only do a little bit of that. That's that's been section two, as you know. We split a show up for Facebook. So once again, we remind the Facebook people get ready to reset that page. We're going to move forward to the next segment. So we disconnect and we reconnect. And I have thirty seconds to do it. Thirty seconds. Got to stop. Get ready for the sport. Go team! Go team! I think we got it connected, Vic. <laughs> oh. Oh, headed into section three, everybody. You're listening, you're watching. Morning Coffee with Mario, and we our show that we segment specifically to, to just to the Facebook live format, and we hear we are here every Monday, broadcasting live straight to Facebook Live. So we really am thankful to the Facebook people for the implementation, and also to some of the other folks. Some of you are messaging us on Facebook, and Suthinathan can't even Sue. From someone, well, obviously it's a fan on the book. So we guys, we try to say hi to you guys, but you know, I can't work that. I'm not that good yet Ooh. to work the Facebook stuff too. Oh no, and other stuff. Hey, look, I'm trying. Dude, I'm trying. Rough. It is I'm rough, trying. man. Behind me and in front of me, and then paying attention to you. Tell me, you rough, got man. that stuff behind you. Yeah, I got uh, the stream, so I have to turn back to see if they're looking, <laughs> and nobody wants to see the back of me. For the sake of so what you guys don't realize is back there is what you see if you're following me on Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, or Live.me. So you'll see me periodically turn around. And that's because we're covering all the bases right between yeah. live stream, Ustream, Internet radio. Right. We're also broadcasting to all those social media outlets, right. what we call extreme social media. Yep. Absolutely, man. man. Well, y'all ready for some sports? Maybe. Get ready. Ouch, that hurts. It's time for new, new Sports, Victor Allen's fan-based view of sports, a recurring segment of the Morning Cup with Mario Show. Written and directed by the bald-headed black man, rub his head and make a wish. This is the man the ladies have nicknamed Sexual Chocolate. Come on and get some. It's time for sports. Sports brawls and jack straps. 
us appropriately. Yeah. Good, people. A lot of extra, man. Yeah. That's a lot of extra. <laughs> they like the sports. They like the psychiatry. Here he is. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, I bet you any money, everybody go. I already seen the sports this morning before I went to work. So you ain't going to talk about anything we don't know any know about anyway. So I'm just going to give you a relative value why it's so important that you even know about a particular time of the year sport, even if you don't follow it. March Madness. Let the madness begin, right? And typically what we're saying is, is like Mario said, think of the people who don't follow sports and what that means. It only means that there are mad basketball players on the court playing basketball. Okay, so I'm just bringing it to you real. <laughs> They're mad, right? They're just mad. <laughs> That's not true. Hey, man, you know what? I, did, you know, I didn't even look at this because I'm not trying to really just kind of give you guys stuff you already know. Everybody's right now getting behind their teams, their regions, you know, pools right now. If you guys don't have an online pool and don't worry about PDF or conversions from a, to a GIF file or a document, just go to one of the big boys. I'm not going to say which one. Just sign in and then put your name. Just click which teams you're going to, and just watch it go ahead and do all the other work for you. And you just get to watch game by game how well you did. I'm going to show you how bad I am at sports. Last year when I did the pool, March Madness, I'm not going to tell you which service, 25% accuracy, dude. Now, I can talk about sports. I don't even know half the teams. I watched them do it 25%, online. 25%, man. But big, the people who did it on sports networks weren't agreeing at all. No. That's what I noticed. I'm one on the same network. I saw like um, three different opinions. Yeah. On the final four, they weren't yep. even. They had some of the same teams, but yep. they were still distinctly different on their their predictions for the A- final four. Absolutely, man. I mean, you're literally sitting up here. I-, I say this: you don't have to follow all the teams. You probably don't know all the players. I'll tell you this off to the top. I'm involved in it because it must be huge in the market so even before we get to which teams are you picking when do you get interested do you do, do the 64 32 16 8 4 or the championship do you know since 2005 the advertisement dollars generated by march madness is over 7.5 billion dollars wow okay i just wow. i'm just saying if you got yeah. that much money there are people who've heard about march madness who says I know it has something to do with basketball. I said, why? They do a great job of making sure you saturate this whole month going into April, of course, with a constant barrage of these the, the schools and why it's so important that they get in. You win even when you lose. And the same teams are going to be the ones that typically going to take the championships. It's the Villanovas. It's Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas. They seem to always rise to the top. So, if you want to know what Vegas odds are, Duke. Now, watch this. Mario, you're a Duke fan, man? Well, no. <laughs> you see what it's called? Watch this. But, Go. you know, I change up. You know, for, for me, Vic, I tend to go with the teams that, for me, were obscure. In March. I love it. There's always some underdog team. Absolutely. That comes through and does way better than everybody expects. 
Right. And those are the stories that I always find most amazing. And I do try to recognize players right. for later on in the draft so right. that when you see them come back in the draft. But, you know, it does, You're like you're, like you say, it's always those those core groups. Right. But then you get, like, the Wichita States and, Which, you know, the, the Gonzagas. And and you brought up, see, and I don't want to go case by case here. Yeah, I'm not an expert at all. I'm, I'm just saying I'm not you're trying not, to do that. You know man. they're not usually there. Kent State got right. in. Well, the argument now, just that you brought up as a sidebar, is let one of the teams, the big boys, the ones you're familiar with, the UCLA's, whomever, the Arizonas, win 30 games and come out being a 10 seed. The argument with Wichita State is they won 30 games and they're a 10 seed. So that is probably one of those things where they go, let's go by your history, who you played. I said, you know what? Let me just say this. If you guys want to have a good argument about parity, stop putting the teams that are located in their region to start in their region. Well, that's a money thing. Because if you have a North Carolina or a Duke start in their region in North Carolina, duh. Same with UCLA in the state of California. Switch them up. Sit back and go like this. Just because you won the right of your seed, put them in a region. But they can't do that because they're going to go, we, if we put Duke and North Carolina in the West, and it happens to play in Los Angeles, San Diego, it just don't come off crazy fans. Because you know you California people are kind of laid back. It won't come off the same way. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that so, those kind of marketing decisions are all of it, right? All, I all mean, of it, right. Totally. So I'm only saying that because I mean, it's no argument. I like I like what they do. I just want to sit back and say, can they get some uh, some money and some things out of this? The argument is the advertisers are paying a lot of money. We haven't even gotten into um, the college or universities. Uh, okay, we want to feel sorry for some people. The Mad Hotel in March. And when I say that, we was just talking about teams that may or may not make it or they just get didn't get to go to the dance and if you didn't get to go to the dance notice it's teams that are higher bigger universities with an exception of one or two do you feel sorry for california because they didn't make it syracuse which has won national championships georgia illinois iowa illinois state maybe the one you probably don't see usually is monmouth university do you see when they say how many teams are left out of the dance they go mostly to the biggies. I'm already saying it's unfair because if you go look at some of the records of some of these teams dude, that have won games, USC, as much as the Pac-12 may be down this year, that's all relative. They're the only conference that almost had three teams win 30 games. They may not have a whole bunch of teams but out of all the teams, you can go to the ACC or you can go to another conference. They may have more teams that have been able to qualify, but almost three thirty game winning teams. So wow. that's not used in the correlation of of seeding. So all of a sudden, you're looking at teams that from the West probably is going to be looked at. You got a weak conference. So that being said, do you feel sorry for teams? like California, Syracuse, who didn't make it? No. Or do you want to <laughs> do, or, or see those universities like, okay, let's, let's say the Western Athletic Conference. <laughs> okay. San Diego State made it, say, for example. Uh, let's say it's uh, UC Santa Barbara. Let's just go uh, St. Mary's, I believe both, because there's a St. Mary's in California. There's another St. Mary's. So would you like to see more of those teams make it rather than go to the NIT 
Or do you believe that just because they didn't play the bigger teams along the way, which most of the bigger teams play each other in certain arenas, they don't cross over and say the requirement is you go west and spend most of your time playing here and come back. But there's interconference. So I'm not arguing that they should. But if you keep putting the same biggies up there, you get the same rotation. I'm not sure how they 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 allude to things that go into the decision making. Right. But it obviously leaves them a fair amount of leeway to 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 stress certain issues or not. Right. So and they don't really disclose that. Right. So it means there's no set formula. No. So I don't know how they're deciding, but I know that they do a great job of selling us on the process of deciding because they make it like a big party. The one thing that I did notice, it wasn't lost on me, was the excitement of the schools waiting to to be notified who was qualified. They took that and made that into a nice watching event of what is, who's going to, just like the NFL draft. Yeah, yeah you, they you'll watch it. it. I was, just if I was like, it. I don't know anybody, they got me sort of watch. Because of the excitement level. Yeah, they had, ex- they they had ex- me kind of excited. Like, right. who? I, I didn't even know, well, that's great, I guess, who you play. But just watching the kids get ready and the way they told you different things about the Well done. Yes. They, they, they Look, somebody, I'm not going to even say, it shows you the visibility of an organization as it relates to what do people correlate with? Do they correlate with the, the players? Higher universities go with the pedigree, meaning that if it's Kentucky or Duke, we're always here. So whether the players are unique or not, this is our pedigree. But I was listening to Jalen Rose when he was talking about when pro football is the most successful sport, period, is constantly promoting as the most successful. When it came to the top 20 most recognized athletes, the one that dominated was NBA basketball. So visibility, individual visibility and brand seems to be the one that trumps things. Hey, hey, you guys, I didn't use that word because it wasn't invented before President Trump. Don't get on me on that. It was always there to say, why don't schools, why do they not allow that cooperation of merchandising with athletes who happen to be the best athletes on the team and they don't get the revenue. They don't get any of that. But they are making a huge amount of money because they're recruiting the best. So they get, don't get to partake in that. So I'm not trying to go off the March Madness bandwagon of the excitement. I'm just saying $7.5 billion since 2005. Hey, you heard me. I, I want to sit I'm back and see, can I get a little cut of that Plantation. <laughs> Plantation, <laughs> right. plantation. Okay. They want to keep all the money. Right. So NCAA, NCAA hey. I, I'm not a fan of them. Hey, all right. All right. Now, okay, let me get off the bandwagon and get on the bandwagon of the Final Four. You got Villanova, Kansas, Gonzaga, North Carolina. Let me tell you something, just a little um, quick note here. And I have to get his name correct. I know his first name is, I think it's Premick, Premick. From Gonzaga, I can't. Karnowski, Premick Karnowski. This guy is a left lefty, seven one, and two hundred and eighty pounds. Mark, wow. how hard is it to stop a left-handed shooter? <laughs> it's one thing when they're the same size as you are. How hard is it to stop a lefty? And he's seven one and two hundred and eighty. 
You want a seven one two hundred eighty is probably the real issue. Yeah. <laughs> that's the issue. Wait a minute, that's the issue. <laughs> That's probably that, it right that, there. That right there, right? In a nutshell. Yeah, hey, look, I'm I'm not mad. That's it. Yeah. Now, hey, look, Gonzaga is Gonzaga. Here's my question. This is number one seeds. Mario, let's see how good. First one that gets knocked out of a number one seed. If you believe that they're not, and they're all going to be there at the final four, cool. You say, no, they all make it to the final four. But if you had to pick one, who goes first? Oh, come on, Vic. I'm the worst. <laughs> You're just sorry, right, man. It's Gonzaga. Oh, man. You... Because to me, oh, they're all all the other ones oh, are rated above them. Trying to represent. In other words, all I know is that they're not rated on the same level. Villanova's number one. Yes. North Carolina's like three, right? Something yeah, two, somewhere. Two, Moving two, up. After Duke, right? Yeah. Duke. Kansas, well, is Villanova. Kansas is right up in there, too. Is Villanova and Kansas. They're, they're okay, up there. Okay, Villanova, right up there. Okay, so Gonzaga's in that second tier. Right. Or the end of the first tier, I know that. Right. So as far as I know, you know, I, I don't know these teams like that. Right. I did watch some of them, but still. I, I like to root for Gonzaga, though. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you root for I, root, I always root for the underdogs. Of course that's you what do. I love about March Madness. Right. You really get to see, you get a chance right. to upset a big dog. And that's what you like yeah, to see. Yeah, I love it. Oh, right. I mean, it, it makes sense. Look, if we didn't have it that way, I'm pretty sure that when people were sitting up here back in the day when UCLA was winning back to back to back to back to back, there were people rooting against us. And they went nuts on the 88-game winning streak when Notre Dame knocked off UCLA. It, that's what this is all about, knocking off the big dog. So if you have the same routine in there this year and you go, oh, man, it's the same old teams winning, that's why you come to hate or dislike, say, the Patriots because you want to see somebody knock them off. But you got to have the best, Vic. So, yeah. you know, unfortunately, I go like, what are you going to do? If these are the best, they're the best. Right. So the, you can't, I don't want you to take lesser nobody people just for that. Okay. And in the place of people who actually outperform them. I, so I, 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 they I have agree. a lot of leeway because the part that I can never take into account is stuff like schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they have been a lot of time of who else you played. Right. Blah blah and all that. So right. I have no idea, so I just have to go with them. But right. I don't hear people complaining well, and maybe you know more about this than me. I don't hear people complaining about the selection process. Only the coaches. Too much madness, the, too much. The coaches, the media, because they're there to look at not only analytics, but what they're getting on the committee for is this. And I, and I do believe there's a certain amount of truth to this. Most of these people who are in these jobs, it's their secondary job to get involved in and be a part of a committee. And they were talking about it. This, they brought, this brought up uh, Wichita State. They said, how did they go all the way down, winning 30 games and go, so if we win 30 games, we're 10 seed. It's, it's terrible because they're trying to figure out and quantify and qualify that. Do you need basketball people who are in that committee to say, our only job is to watch these teams as much as possible because you know what they're letting that dictate, get dictated by, analytics. So they're not the team. They're not the people who are watching the games, and there is no group that's sitting up there funneling them all this information of watching the game from their perspective, other than they're just getting the analytics. And I don't have a set opinion on that because, obviously, in, a, in an evolving world, 
analytics have an increasing importance. Oh, I agree. You know, they went from never doing that stuff. I think they, it's great. Now they're doing it, and when they right. now that they so you have you have to kind of take what happened. Yes, you never did it. Once you did it, you saw it was useful. Yes, same thing. All so day. then again, who's it's the guy who wants to do this? So, but I leave it to you. You know, the the people to decide to what degree you want to. Uh, and it's, it's, it looks like the individual people who get the vote can right. weigh that or not weigh that. And I right. like that. They have some option. Right. Some people are going to weigh this more. Other people are going to weigh that more. And I like the fact that they seem to have right. the option to weigh more based on their own personal opinions right. of that. That's what I think is good. But I, yeah. I, so, you know. Just think about it. You've been in medicine. You have administrators. But you have practitioners. And if you had to make decisions that waited on what's the best situation for the care of the customer, you have people coming on analytics saying that we found this to be the thing that optimized the efficiency. But if you had to sit there and say, well, we're the people who tell you all these dynamics that happen because we're the ones caring for them. And that's our background. How much of that weight do you want well, involved in the decision? It varies. And that's why it's part of the story. The issue with Statistics always has to do with how the the methodology. Absolutely, because that's where you find your bias. Yes. Okay, but so it's it's you learn how to work with that. It's not. It's only part of the story. True. There's always the stuff that's not the full story. We know that here, right? right. By the, the most common thing being, it's not the full story. Right. And, right? and I agree. It, tell, it doesn't tell you everything. It just tells you. Then you have to interpret whether that means more or less. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's the same as the coaches polling basketball. They'll tell you that because the games out here play so late on the West Coast or anywhere in the Western United States, typically they're voting, but they're not watching the games. So when they say coaches poll, they just submit their vote and they may not watch the game. I've heard that over and over that they don't. I've heard named coaches saying, listen, it just comes on too late. By the time it's on there and it comes on, you know, it's like we're going to bed. Right. And the population. For the most part, the market of the population is, on, is, is east of the Mississippi. I mean, that's the heavier place. So it makes sense to go with the weight of more schools and population. All right, man. You know, I asked you this question before. I'm just going to leave this alone. You said Gonzaga. Give me one more team. Let me, I'm going to give you something else. Well, you got to give me the well, Just one I, more. I'm trying to think who wait, else wait, no, 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 just one more. And I'll give you this tidbit. The champion from last year is Villanova. Right. Do you would you like to see them repeat, or do no. you want to see them get knocked out before Kansas or North Carolina? I want to see them get knocked out. <laughs> see, that's see. I want everybody that's in the top to get knocked out. Right. All the number ones gone. What about? But I'm not saying that in a hateful way. In other words, I just like seeing the upsets. UCLA. Yeah. I get to root for UCLA. Well, yeah. And hey, I haven't had a chance me, to root for them in a long time, right? Right. And just so you guys know, Vegas is already letting you know something that you probably want to avoid. Don't pick a Pac-12 team. I didn't say that. They said, why? They said, they haven't been back to the Final Four since 2008. That's almost nine years. You act like that's another century. They do. That's like, okay. <laughs> wow, that's hey, been man. forever. 2008. What can I say? What can I say? All right. Wow. All right. Hey, the new term in NASCAR is pit fight. So let me just say this. Okay. Most of you guys wasn't paying attention to this because you guys were watching March Madness and watching the conference championships. But you know, this guy named Kyle Bush, he, he doesn't have a temper, he just has an attitude. 
And I'm only saying this because after the last lap of the Vegas, I believe it's Vegas 400, 500. You know when you're on the last lap and everybody's scoring points. This is a new system I told you about that I like. There are three races in one, really. You score points in thirds. So you're not waiting to the last lap. So you could still score. And just to prove the point, Kevin Harvick is leading in points. And he hasn't won a race yet because he's winning the segments. So if you win segments, you accumulate points. Last lap, he gets uh, Kyle gets bumped by Joey Logano, which takes him out from being in probably in the top five down to 22nd. Guess what Kyle decides to do? He goes over. You know what they say, Mario? Do you actually go over to the enemy's crew to go after the enemy within the crew? Don't your boy stand up and go, we ain't going to let you yeah, squab like that, right? Ill-advised. That's usually ill-advised <laughs> right. in my world. Right. Now, you know, you don't charge into somebody's shit. Yeah, right. Without other people. The gauntlet, right? You ain't got some people with you. Now, I want you to look at this picture real careful. I got two pictures. This first one is the one I want you to really pay attention to. If you look at all the fellas, they're all pointing down because there's a scrum on the ground. There's a couple of people. Kyle is in there, too. And they say, it's Joey Logano. You want to see where Joey is? Go look at the back of the picture. You see this guy way in the top left-hand corner holding someone back? Right? That's Joey. <laughs> so this is why I said, do you want to do, you go over to somebody's That's pit. Joey right here. That's Joey over there. But guess who Kyle is? He's running into the gauntlet, meaning that you don't touch our money. You oh, don't touch oh, our these boy. Three, they, they come, he, they coming. <laughs> right, right. He's coming. <laughs> He's coming. They're all, and there's three people down there all wrapped up. And so you want to see the result of that? Just move to the next picture. Now, as Joey said, he says, where th- punch is thrown. Somebody asked Joey was punch is thrown. Did you get, and he said, punches were thrown. He says, I didn't get hit. There's a little blood trickling on Kyle. The lesson here is this. It seems like you didn't really get to Joey. Should you go over to another pit? Which now begs this question I want to ask you, Mario. You do got to get fined from the... Right, right. I know what you got to get done. Would you want to see... Now, you've seen this in football. Would you want to see once in a blue moon pit crew to pit crew fight where? Yeah, I think... Yeah, you thank you. Just, I think the without M&M somebody getting really hurt. is so fitting. <laughs> What'd you say now? The M&M logos. <laughs> so, I'm sure M&M will continue to sponsor. <laughs> You're right. Eminem will continue to sponsor these, right. these pit crew fights. Right. Now, let me do it, Mario. I'm, I'm, I'm not wishing anybody get hurt. No. But if this accelerated their ratings, which they have lost ratings, would you tune in more if all of a sudden you said no. they're a pit? <laughs> but dude. No, no, just, once they got to not be the good old boys, get rid of the Confederate flags. See, he's going to take it all the way back to the legacy. I'm trying to get the scrum. See, I don't want to go to A. Hey. Let's put it like this. You could go to NASCAR yeah, on the West Coast and still running the Rednecks. What are you saying? saying? What are you saying? Good old boys. That's what I'm just saying. Mar, you do now, know. Now you can imagine what it's like if you go to NASCAR back there down okay. south. Hey, look. They straight. Okay. They, they straight they down own, south. They straight there. up. Look. Straight up good old boys. They're going to tell you don't be coming down. But we, everybody knows that we are in an yeah. area where there's. NASCAR in California, they just be looking at you funny. <laughs> Just so you know, NASCAR's next race is here in, uh, I believe, in California. Just so you know, out in Ontario, you guys. If not Arizona, it's going to be in Ontario. I'll double check it. I wouldn't go. 
All right. <laughs> Here goes the next. This is a good one. Uh, NBA Rest Hotel. You know, when I say hotel, that means somebody's laid up, somebody's hurt, somebody's feelings got smashed, something's happened. But this is more about theory of NBA players resting in the hotel. They're making it a feature story now. <laughs> Who ain't playing? It's like a play. They're not right. playing They're tonight. not playing, right. Fans, you, but I paid oh, $500. I, you you, you sit up there for yes. I agree. I did. I saw the I was, story. I was oh, like, day, man. I, I was shocked, too. You spent all that money. Some people were like, I traveled 2,000 miles to see this game. Let me say this. The Ooh. coaches know what they're doing. Organizations know what they're doing. If they really wanted to do this and say it's proper, they know they won't get people to come to the game. So if they say, here's the schedule of designated rest days, then you lose all that money for those things. So they're letting the fans go, we're not here to service you. You just have to take it as it comes. And here's my question, because I'm not really tripping too hard off of it. I'm just tripping that why do the best teams the best teams. Who needs to rest more? The ones that's losing all the time? The ones who's sitting up here going, we get no Dude, love? I don't know how to even You got San Antonio, this. Cleveland, no. and Golden State resting I, players? I, you know, I dropped a G old, down on this game, but, and I got to go watch somebody. Yeah, name in I our day, they people played unless they were hurt. In our yeah. day. Maybe that you know what the, maybe the answer to it? What is that? Is they have less games. They're not going to do that, man. Well, see, they won't do. See, here's the thing. Sometimes you should do this. Decide what's best. Then, then you can decide if you want to do it, because then that's the answer. Yeah. Here's what's best, but you don't want to do it. Right. And you can leave it, because what's best may be to have less games. Right. Uh, look at their work week a different way. Right. Really do a work week analysis. Right. Where you analyze what is optimal for their longevity. Right. Blah blah. Because you can have independent people do studies and like to do that. Right. And then after you do that, then adjust the whole game plan. Game plan to that. Man, this 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 is one of those things, dude. I'm I, I, I kid you not. They make way more money now. They they can and, make up any lost revenue through I'm, other I'm, events. I'm literally sitting here going, I have to find out what it is with the athletes being better conditioned these days. All the things that's applied to what they are doing, eating habits, physical therapy, all that is way better. Everybody knows, and they need more rest with the same amount of games. What message is here, which is about playoffs? I know. It's about preparing for the playoffs. Should I be really concerned as a fan that after the uh, halfway period of the NBA season, be careful when you get to the last two weeks of the regular season or three weeks. You better watch them play before then because you may not get to see your marquee players. But I don't know how... It's a double-edged sword, Vic. Imagine like in baseball where they know if you pitch X number of games right. in a row, you're statistically at this level of risk for injury. Yeah. That's why they limit it, right? Because right. they, they, they have found good data. Absolutely. And they, they want to rest you. So they're specifically looking at your longevity. Right. Okay, as far as I know, I'm just saying I haven't seen that applied in other instances or in other sports. What if we actually did the studies and looked at basketball or football and actually told you what was best? Absolutely. So they won't, but or maybe they have and won't tell you. But that's the information I would want because I can tell you from the other sports, preconceived notions are just that. The data will come back saying no. 
Right. Don't do this. No, don't do it. And then you'll go, wow, really? It's like concussion stuff, right? I tell you the what. data will come back and say, don't do this. I tell you what. Watch this. Let somebody, let people come who got money, stature. People are known publicly. Let us just say it's politicians. Let us just say celebrities. And they're wanting to come. They're going to tell them, how do you talk to them? And, and they say, look. There's a lot of sponsorship going behind. There's seats that are pre-designated for certain celebrities and certain games, specifically like L.A. and New York. And they get to come to a game and sit there and go, I'm here to watch LeBron, Kyrie, or if I'm here to watch uh, uh, San Antonio, uh, Kawhi Leonard, whomever, Steph Curry and Golden State, and they don't play and they're resting. How do you feel about it when you're going, I'm, I'm that person they sit up to... Sit me here because it makes them look good having celebrities there. And then I get there. It's like the Beyonce, Jay-Z. They're there and they go, hey, none of these people are playing. Who got me in these seats? Will they change the game for them? Or will they go like, no, nah, you guys are just like regular customers. How do you think? I think that ultimately it just changes because that's because we're in that way as society. Right. See, ultimately what's going to happen, because this never was applied before, Vic, Ultimately, they're going to apply some outward, outward, some, some from the outside. They're going to design ways to na- analyze this, and they're going to give you that information. That's right. I said, and, and then ultimately, that's going Behind to supersede everything. So they're giving the information. Even though where the where the manipulation is is how they control it. It's like right. boxing, right? Right. They're going to tell you. They're going to say the data is unequivocal. Yes, right. And this is what happens. Mm-hmm. So that means you are now open for suits and everything else. That's right. So you will then adapt to that. And I believe that that's, that's going to be the process. That's what I said. That's the process. Yeah. In other words, and it's going to happen. I mean, in other words, but they will resist it. That's what, what you, the stuff you said is true. Right. They will resist it. But like everything, Vic, mm-hmm. it's the error we're in. Yes. Right now they go look at stuff objectively using scientific methods. Right. And as coming from that community... I know how good it can be when you apply it to things like this. The issue was they never applied it before to things like this. They didn't study things like that because people didn't care. But they're going to come back and tell you. And in a minute, that'll be the just. And and for some reason, for some reason, my general impression is that they're going to give you something that you don't want. Yeah. Like I bet you they're going to tell you that NBA players should play twice a week. Yeah. I bet you. And the NBA, that's half of what they do. Right. They're gonna, and look, in the end, too, they want to satisfy the, that, uh, let me just say, that high-value market. So when they actually have to pick the best times for celebrities, because everybody knows. I said, oh, so when you guys are doing that camera swing and saying, here, we got the celebrities. We got the John McEnroe, Spike Lee in New York and all of them. I said, that's taking into consideration that you guys use that as a proponent to advertise, look who's coming to watch the team. There's a correlation of value there because you know in L.A., half the people that come to games want to be seen well, and see the celebrities. That's why, okay, this is where I go on a limb. I think that the NBA can make up with other products I agree. the additional. Like they could have like some one-on-one things. Yeah. They could have less games, yeah. sponsor more events like one-on-one or three-on-three or shoot-offs things, you know, like the stuff that people, you know, all that stuff they do like at the Pro Bowl, the Pro, you know, all the little fancy stuff that just people want to slam dunk, more of that. Right. And then have less games and then if and really look at the data on longevity because something tells me 
for a professional athlete, it's gonna probably top out at three games a week. Don't right. they play four? Right. I agree. I agree. Look, yeah, and it may be that they don't do. Th- I bet you. You know, they might say two, Vic. Yeah. But but I'm just saying, what if the data when they looked at it, you had less in, like really dramatic differences. Right. That's what I'm saying. And sometimes it matters that when you go look, you go, "Oh shit! Oh really? I got you. Okay. Well, hey, look. That's it for me because I can't cover everything else. Uh, I want to cover a lot more in the um, uh, NBA sports world, but. The rest was the issue here, man. I'm ready to transfer this over and hit the hot picks. And then troubleshoot some uh, audio here from my phone for you, Miko. I got that message there. So for the most part, I want you guys to know I own that red helmet. <laughs> you ready whenever you want. Peter Allen's in the sports. His own fan-based view of sports written and directed by the boy-headed black man. Rub it and make a wish. Yeah, every week. Great segment. When it comes with Mario show. He's publishing his own social media outlets over there. Brian. And we're everywhere. Brian. We are everywhere. My goodness, my Brian. goodness. Talk to your friends in the back. It's time for hot picks. Going to get your robe open. Be right back. Hey, Miko, baby.
Okay, you guys, here we are. We're back about to do some uh, hot picks here and changing the game up a little bit. Not the usual what you get here because it seems like we have two major stories ongoing. Sports, which keeps our attention away as much as possible from the presidential leaks. I call it presidential presidential leaks because it seems like it's leaking a whole bunch of shit. Excuse my language. Dribble, apologize dribble, for dribble. Right, all day long. Um, I'm going to twist this a little bit different. This is going to be a focus on, I believe, the people who really don't get any love that much. And to see if we're going to correlate this with winning. I'm doing what they call March Madness 1s and 2s. And in the 1s and 2s, I'm taking the 8 teams, the 4 number 1s and 4 number 2s. Now, the issue here is that these are not cheerleaders like the professional cheerleaders. Professional cheerleaders get to have a lot of leeway with what they can do. When you're in the university system, they control you how your image may look and they don't let you get away with much at all. You have to keep it in groups, keep it simple, whereas there's a lot of competition within the university system and it will be unfair because we've done the best of the best cheerleaders in the NFL and others like that. This is about, is there a direct correlation between the school cheerleaders and the organization it represents and what you're going to do Mario myself we're going to put in where we think correlating the cheerleading photo to the school will they be a final four sweet 16 32 64 so the issue is is you have to know how to break down the win- the winning the winning formula so if we pull this team and you look at that picture and he says oh that's a sweet 16 team you got it or Elite Eight, you can just say Eight. You can say Final Four. You can say Championship. Or you can say they're not getting any further than 64. That first round, they out. Simple. Now, do not get mad because not all the cheerleaders are all on one picture. See if you like the picture for what it is. Tomorrow, this is an exercise about you and I because you know why? We know how to pick winning teams. Yeah, you sure you're ready for I'm this. trying to look and see if I'll be able to pull in some of the people don't worry about the other putting in some comments. So. Don't worry about it. See, okay. see, I'm doing this because we're supposed to represent being able to put these organizations in a positive light. So this is a challenge for you, man. You you can't be putting them into the cave, dude. You know what I'm saying? Don't go to the cave. Don't go to well, the I'll cave. Be, you know, this is the cheerleader. <laughs> All right, you ready? You got to judge. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. First one up. Gonzaga Bulldogs. They are a number one seed. Based on the cheerleaders, the photo. Is that a Final Four team? Is that a championship team? Sweet 16. 32. Round of 32. 32. Oh, dude. They're cute, but there's no standouts here. 32? They're all cute. I'm not putting them down, you guys, but this is high picture. All of y'all are cute. (laughs) Right. I like... I'm a member of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. Why are we going to physical? Wait, wait, we are, physical we're judging leaders. them. So these, all of them, none of them, you know. So physically, they're not impressive as much. Or you have to have some butt, some back, some thighs, something. So no, it's not special enough. But they're cute. They're, you don't, you they're pretty ladies. You don't like that lean? Look at that they're lean. They're pretty ladies. Leaning back. They're pretty ladies. I said they're pretty, but this is a contest. Get 32. This is a contest. Okay. All right. You know what? You hit the nail on the head. 
Mar, you're right. People want to see what people want to see, no matter what the it's argument a cont- is. It is a contest. But you, you know, do. It's not like everybody gets a trophy, right? <laughs> right. Okay. No. I just want to make sure. You're right. Because they have those. Everybody gets it. And we're all winners. <laughs> right. And remember, the goal of a cheerleader or a team is to cheer people we're on and your energy. Picks. We're judging your picks <laughs> that you put up here <laughs> while smoking weed. That's just jacked up. I'm sorry, you guys. I'll do the best I can to leave behind you. All right, we're go- I'm going to tell you this. I'm giving them... I'm giving them Elite Eight. I'm going eight, man. Really? Well, you don't know you picked the other pictures. <laughs> we're having to do... Picking the pictures doesn't give me That's a advantage. That's a bias. Of course, it doesn't. You're inherently biased. <laughs> Wait a minute. And we do live in a biased planet, don't we? Facebook. Good. And you know what? That's cool. I don't want nobody to say you missed out on my vote. All right. Going to the next one, the Tar Heels. You know, titty bitty titty, but look at the ass. Why can't this be about how wonderful and unique their outfits are? Man? Well, that's part of it because the other ones we weren't seeing that, and maybe they're showing off something else. Remember now, pedigree, also legacy, and the correlation of what you see. They look like a winning championship. Still kind of average to me. Oh, what number you want to give? Thirty-two. Thirty. So North Same Carolina. Group. Same with the other group. Dude, so you telling them? You know what you're so just far, saying? These pictures you're, are not impressive. No, what you're, say, what you're saying is, based on this picture, North Carolina's going to get knocked out after the, after the second round. that's what you're round. based it on. Yeah. <laughs> you're based it on this picture. Right. Marcy. It's not impressive. Huh? You got to show me some women I want to get uh, on the phone. Uh, 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 uh. You know what? Let me tell you something I right now. I want to get on the phone. Let me man. tell you something else. Just so you guys know, the best organizations or universities with cheerleaders and that's including the black universities. There's not even a close competition to how they perform and what they look at thematically. They're allowed to do that because they make... Okay, Mario, the black college system, how are they, as far as professional sports, being able to compete on the university level or be able to say, look, come and watch our March Madness? Not. You know that. Why is that relevant? (laughs) Why? How's that have to do with them? Because, not, because they, put more emphasis, they put more emphasis well, in the black cheerleaders. It's a contest. It's a contest because I, they... I don't care about the wives. <laughs> you didn't do good enough. You didn't. It's not good enough. Okay. That's Mark, what I like to tell Straight you. Hey, do better. Do a better job. It's not good enough. I'm not pulling for you, Tar Heels, because UCLA's in there. I'm just letting you know. I'm and just biased. so you know, I'm UCLA not is not part of this because they're not a one or a two. All right. So, Mario, I, look, I'm going North Carolina. Ooh, man, they look good. I'm going Final Four. Well, Charlotte's dialing me up on the web. <laughs> what? What? Oh, yo. I, can't, right. I don't know. So I, can't commute, I can't type to Facebook. That's okay. So we, we're going to go to the next one. Yeah, I'm going to the next one. You ready for the next one? All right. Now, we do have a number one seed. They're called the Jayhawks. Kansas Jayhawks. They have a tradition and pedigree. Here, here this man, is your moment. This They're very impressive. <laughs> See, I this is not impressive. Wait a minute. When I was in college. I could do better than this. Mario, you do know. How was Howard University's cheerleaders? Not attractive. Because <laughs> they let the other cheerleaders choose them. They wouldn't let us vote. So we thought it was rigged. They're like, well, she can't move. See, She's the finest girl so, in, so, in so, 10-mile radius. So the, and you're kicking her out because you think she doesn't dance as good. So if men had to choose the female cheerleaders, would you, are you saying that we would have a different type of 
selection against those who are really good at picking, you know, other skills that cheerleaders have to have. Flexibility, athleticism, big smile, all that stuff. We'd be picking them for what reason? TNA? Is that, that, that's it, Mark? Well, Matt, well, whatever you want. <laughs> TA, face. Let's see. Body, I mean, head. whatever your criteria. Okay, all right. Because that's going to be different from person to person. I'm just saying, you know, I, I, I'm not impressed. <laughs> right, I know what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not impressed. <laughs> and, and, I would be able to stay home and study. <laughs> these were my opportunities. That's it. Okay. Oh, man, that got me. That was a good go. one. All right, let's go. Let's go to the next one because, you know, got to keep going. So your Kansas Jayhawks, you gave what number? Just to make sure. 32 with the 32. You went to a 32. I'm sorry, man. So I, far, they're all in the same group. I went to Average. Okay, Villanova Average. Wildcats. This is the reigning NCAA championship team from last year. So they get to, you know, we, we got the crown. Got the crown. So obviously cheerleading correlated to their people following and supporting their team, and they won the championship. He said, you got to knock the king out. Villanova. Well, I know you're going to give them more than 32. I, I could just feel it in my bones, right? Yeah. <laughs> Better. Maybe it's the picture. 16. 16. See, why are we 16? See, this is why I'm saying. So you guys know. He's going 16. I'm saying when you're the king or the queen, you're number one. I got to put you, I got to put you in the championship game, but I'm not going to give you number one. I'll, I'll just sit there and say this. You're in, you're, you're in the game. You're. I like the girls. Yeah, they, they're, I'm giving them a Individually, they're impressive and cute. Yeah, I got, I got them in the championship game. I just don't have them winning it. Okay, good. Not bad. The Mario won 16. He's getting better. Let's go to the next one, man. Las Vegas says this is the team that's favored in their ways to win. And so you guys know this? There's not too many color. I know. See, I knew he was going to go there. There's not too many. She's one of the cuter ones so far. Let me just say this. It's unfair because the teams are the teams. I noticed that right away. And Duke, you know, she's cute, but you know, she needs a tan. Get out in the sun a little bit. (laughs) Jeez. You that pale, really? <laughs> see, see. So you I'm guys saying, do want you know, Mario has been affected you by know, because California, our white women look good, healthy, vigorous, and you go those you go back and travel. No other state? I'm just saying it ain't like Florida. No, Florida Florida they look good. They tanned and stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying you notice that. California is we got the bad bad honeys of all nation all Wait. nationalities. Okay, okay. Now I'm She's gonna... cute and sweet. I like her vibe. But okay. I like the sister with the thick thighs. Uh, yeah, notice Mario's keeping it in the cave. <laughs> in the whitest oh. teeth I've ever come across. <laughs> now, this is this is uh, uh, Duke Blue Devils. I'm sorry. Favor to win the NCAA championship this year. Do they get to the Final Four, Mario? The championship game, Sweet 16, Elite 8. Uh, or first round knockout 64 or do they make it a second round 32 
based on this photo because oh, they're nice. the winning organization. These are biased photos. <laughs> so far, this is the best photo. It's just two babes. Right. 16. You going 16? Yeah. I got Duke at lead eight. I don't. I, don't, I haven't found a lead eight yet. <laughs> not yet, right? No. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Uh, you know, this is the only. Got a team from the far. Far West joining Gonzaga. It's called Arizona Wildcats. Elite Eight. <laughs> you went Elite Eight. Your picture, you got a better picture, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, itty bitty titty committee. Oh, you. But you know, I like them flat, so it's cool. I want all of you guys to send your email responses. I'm just saying, I'm one of the brothers that don't, you know, we all, a lot right. of us like right. small breasts. Trying to brothers. keep it in a certain vein. Well, you know, how you doing, Sherman? Man, I see you, man. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do this. Charlotte and Susan and Nathan Diagaraja. You did good, man. Well, thank you, though. I'm gonna call you Sue. Right. Thank you, Sue. Right. Charlotte. They writing on the chat room. Facebook trying to communicate. I'm working on it, but you know, hey, look. challenge. Hey, yeah, look, I'm gonna have. I, I, I got both. Jim Gillstrap said hello too. Hey, what's up, Jim? <laughs> hey, Jim. Right, hey, look. Hey, blessings yeah. to you. Blessings no, we, to you. Blessings to you and your family. Been following a lot of things that's happening, but you know what? A lot of love for you, man. A lot of love, man. Got to get you back in here, also, dude. It's been too yeah, long. Yeah, Jim's cool. Jim's All right, cool. All right. So let me give you my score. You've already done, done I a said good job. Lead eight. You said eight. I'm going. This is Arizona. Well, that, the, the yeah, wait no, a minute. I'm, I'm, wait a minute. So what? Wait a minute. I'm going by. Don't be biased. I'm not biased. You sound, you sound I, hey, that's starting to come out is, biased. Wait a minute. I said, this is Arizona. And? And they have not made it. No one's made it from the Pac-12 to the Final so, Four. So I'm going to stay with what I call. Are you, I think this? I think they're going to be about an eight. Hey, man. What do you want me to tell them? They're out at 64? First round? Final, first saying, round? You just said that you're giving it to them because they're, they're from they the conference. No, I said they're from the West, which means it's expectations is they won't go far. That's the whole point. Wow, I mean, that's I mean, just how biased. That's how me. biased it is because the data is there, man. All right. So, uh, okay. so far, I'm the only one who got a couple of teams in the final four. Mario ain't got I nobody. nobody in the four. I got the eight, though. Right. That's okay. You're doing good, man. All right. Let's go to the next one. Oh, the next one, man. Watch this. You know, there's some Kentucky in the building, you know, and we call it Wildcats. Just so you guys know, I found it interesting to find that a lot of teams have the name Wildcats. Arizona, Villanova. You can't get the browser that great. That's all right. That's it's okay, man. So, Kentucky, starting off the year slow a little bit. They got defeated and washed up or handed a mop, you know, straight from UCLA. But they're not the same Kentucky anymore. They're way better now. They're jelly. Mario, yeah, this is called jelly. <laughs> called jelly, everybody. Is it jelly? I can see the jelly. I'm watching it. And it's getting jiggy. Okay. Jiggy jelly. Yeah, okay, you not bad. Elite eight. Oh, okay. Mario got eight. Another eight. Another eight. Kentucky. Let's see. This is this is hard. There are yeah, two wonderful uh bicker. They make that brown thing with they whatever that breakfast thing with that right. ham and the Right. Okay. Uh you know Kentucky what? Kentucky brown. just they know what it's like to be there. They're young. The youth has got me. That's what's holding me back when you're a young well, team. All cheerleaders are sort of flat, huh? 
small breasted. Saying so far, that's mostly I haven't seen one. He didn't say. I like small breasted women, so I'm cool with that. Yeah, maybe because they're athletic. Well, Lamar, you have some women who are large breasted who are still athletic. Remember, I told you how it's different in professional sports when you go see the Raiderettes or the Dallas Cup that they're heavily chested. And it seems like that that's the norm to be as endowed more there as what you don't see here I'm in on college. the committee, though. Itty bitty titty. <laughs> okay. All right. Kentucky, I got to give them. Lead eight. I'm giving them a four. You went eight. That's okay. That's okay. We got one more. Let's do one more. All right. Okay. Mari's going to pick this one. Louisville. The first two babes yeah. are fine. Louis, Louis, Louisville. Cardinals. See, look at they thick. They look thick. Look. Wait a minute. Thick white girl. <laughs> sister thick. Thick white girl. See, thick white girl. He's supposed to be picking. See, white girls are thick today. The they be working on that ass. With a cheerleading I go group. top top four. I knew he was going to go four. I knew top he was going to go four. You bias. You bias the what? The bias the beauty. You see, these are better looking babes. <laughs> A little heavier, a little, oh, you know, they, they, have a, they right. haven't missed any meals. Right, I got you. But, you know, that's okay, girlfriend. I'm Girl. going to lead eight because I got three, uh, I got three teams here that's in the final four, but there's always that underdog team that's coming. I don't have any of these teams yet in the championship. That's the part. That, no, I got one. I have Villanova going this, going back. She's a, this white girl here, she's bad. She's bad. You know, Mario ain't talking sports. You notice that, right? She's bad. She's working on <laughs> that ass. So, She's so. biscuits and gravy. All right, so this is what we're going to do. Girl, mama can cook. We're going to find out. <laughs> we're going to find out which teams we believe. And this, it's already obvious. You guys already know who's going to either make it to the final four. And we're just going by Mario's and then our mind as well. Take it to the top, Mario. Just take him down. Take it to, to the top. Started out with the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Bang, bang, bang. Then we went to the North Carolina Tar Heels. Then we went to the Kansas Jayhawks. And then, of course, Villanova Wildcat. That cat is wild. <laughs> and the Duke Blue Devils. They devil blue. And then the Arizona Wildcat. That chased the cat. And here's another Kentucky Wildcat. Chase that cat. Will be the damn dog in me. And then the Louisville Cardinals, friendly girls. All that. All that. Now let me take you back to sports. Mario only has Louisville getting to the final four based on the photo examples. So he doesn't see any of the top teams out of the top ones and twos except Louisville making it to the Final Four dance. Everybody else is going to get knocked out. Why? Because they don't meet the criteria of the photos that Mario right. would like to see. You're a better job. <laughs> better job. Try harder. <laughs> right. So now with me, I actually have North Carolina, Kansas, and Kentucky making it to the Final Four. And I have the only one, Villanova, getting past that. Going into the championship game, returning for another year. Now, whether winning is the issue or not, I leave that alone. That's it, man. And we're going to continue covering a lot of the March Madness as it correlates to sports because it's going to dominate for the next three, three, four weeks, you guys. I'm out. Sports, hot picks, everything.
Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I want to thank those Facebook folks for being part of the experience. And it's been experience. Remember, we'll be here tomorrow night for a quiet storm. The theme, um, spring fever. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what was it? Spring fever? <laughs> you can say spring. good music. No, spring fever, everybody loves the sunshine. <laughs> Too bad. 100 million of them, yo. 100 million freezing your ass off. That's just wrong. We didn't mean to do it like that, but, you know, shit happens. <laughs> That's wrong, man. Why you want to talk like that? Hey, I, mean, hey. I wrote this before I found out it was going to be a storm. 100 million. Be That's safe. Cool. Stay indoors. Safe sex. Kiss the cat. Gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. See you. Thank you, Facebook. Oh, y'all. Peace. First off, I'm not your regular dude. I must moves like a young MC. Yeah, sort of. That would be me. Got me thinking about putting down the mic one day. Then I get some more love. Thanks for the love. Yeah, gotta play. Hey, what can I say? I'm a Leo to the finish, man. I love God, so my faith won't diminish, man. Once I step up to the mic, I speak truth. Hip-hop wasn't designed to expose the black youth. But somewhere along the lines, we dropped the ball again. I mean, that man in the mirror, yeah, that ball dude. But now I'm back to write the wrong to my past. So let me walk this off my list like my name is Earl Articulate my thoughts clearly like Professor Laz Do you remember Rap City with Dijer and Laz? I'm looking at the front door, bless the main source You fool, yeah, wait till I hit you with the main course I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did You know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on solo, making my money's grow residual I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did You know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on solo, making my money's grow residual I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA But really, I write songs I like to do it like this once in a while To show some verses ability and make you all smile It's been a long time coming, I know I feel it too The more I take a break, it's like the more I break through With my time with Space Boy Funk I'm on point, you bless this microphone Every time I annoy the pen, the pad I face the bad head on the skate Inside the music, see my diaries A song and song, till I write my next verse Then I go again, into the studio I feel like I gotta flow again This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe to be honest, it's more creative tranquility. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. They say they get me, I don't think they ever got me My name's Kowalski, but they call me Kawasaki I'm lying in fronts, but in real life I'm more like Chachi or Cola I told you, I'm funky like granola Bars, can't you see that I'm a star? Who pumps his own gas in the cold really fast As I pass on your gold daily stash I'd rather make my own money, not advance me loan money I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow essential. I'm 
I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you know what I did, you know I still got it, when you brag about it, I'll be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. So there you have Your playlist, Broadcast Transition 2.